Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Friday, April 14th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Nice Friday card headlined by the grade one Makers Mark Mile, which is the third leg of the late pick four that we're going to take a look at. It starts, Jim, in race seven with the FanDuel Limestone Stakes, five and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds. How do you see this one? I thought this one was pretty wide open. Um, Going to go deep in here. Took a took a shot at a price here um, with uh, Lady Hollywood for Wesley Ward. Got this horse at fifteen to one on the morning line. Horses raced overseas and they brought it over here and raced in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf uh, Turf Sprint. Uh, grade one horse was thirty to one that day. Put him put her in the deep water right off the bat and didn't run great. Got got off to a slow start. Was stuck in a one hole. And didn't have enough speed to get out, and you know I think Wesley thinking that much of this horse at that time, or I'm, I'm sorry, it was trained by Alice Haynes, and now Wesley's taking it over. But they thought, thought so much of the horse at the time to bring it over and put it in the Grade One, and Johnny B takes them out. I'm going to take a shot here at a, at a really juicy price at 15 to one. Uh, the other logical horses in here, Love Reigns is probably going to be the favorite. The other Wesley Ward, but. Um, Lady Hollywood actually ran better than Love Reigns in that race uh, back at Keeneland in, in November. So, uh, you know, the other Wesley is my key here. Sassy Nature for Louis Mendez and Le Peru uh, down on the inside. Not the best place to be, but this horse has a lot of speed, so she may just get an easy lead. A compass girl may run with her, hopefully, coming off at 92 by her at Gulfstream. So I think it sets up for somebody to come from off the pace. Dance Macabre. Uh, for Kelsey Danner and Bashiza on the outside, won the Here Comes the Bride at Gulfstream last time out in a mile and shortens up now. Uh, hasn't been quite as effective at shorter distances, although she does have one win. So I'm going to take a shot with Lady Hollywood. Going to use all five, though. I, I don't think there's a standout in here at all. Yeah, I'm using five, but uh, using horses that are post six or inside and kind of fading the ones on the outside. You make a good point about the, uh, the Lady Hollywood uh, choice because that's a an opportunity to maybe hit a price to start off this late pick four. But I going with Love Reigns. The fact that uh, Love Reigns has won at Keeneland and gets such a good draw uh, out of post three. Uh, Sassy Nature has maybe the best speed and down on the inside and two in a row with improving buyer figures. I'm going to put that one on my ticket. My Sweet Affair. Won the debut from post 10. Now in post 2 is much better drawn. The four accomplished girl, a 92 buyer in the second start. Uh, I think this is probably too big of an ask in this spot. But if she runs back or he runs back to that, or she runs back to that, then uh, I think you've got to make that one a contender. And then uh, the six, uh, two starts this year, both solid efforts at Gulfstream for, uh, I think it's just a, so just a care, I believe. Um, yes. And uh, the six. So I'm going to go five deep in here. Uh, like you, I think it's a race where I don't really have a strong opinion. So love reigns on top for me, but I'm going uh, to spread it out in the pick four. The eighth race is an allowance optional claimer. Phillies and mares four and up at six and a half. I ended up on travel column in here with the speed and I read Ortiz. Paulo Lobo does great work with newcomers to his barn. 
So uh, I think this is a horse that uh, they certainly have had a high opinion of given some of the spots that she's competed in. The five, Noville Squall, I'm using just because of the fact that uh, she's won at Keeneland. The nine, Chi-Town Lady, I'm a little skeptical of off the layoff and the lack of speed and uh, these six-and-a-half furlong races. I think you need to have good speed and be in a good position early, and I don't know if she'll be there, so I think she could be vulnerable as a favorite. My Destiny, the, the three you could look at, uh, has enough early speed to contend. And then um, the four uh, also has speed coming off uh, Oakland and Fairground circuits. So um, I think it's Richard, Richard Down. Uh Can't read my writing here, but it's uh, the four horse in race eight. But I think uh, I like travel column a good bit in this spot. How about you? I like the horses that you mentioned, the top four horses of the four I'm going to use in the pick four. But I went with Novel Squall. Novel Squall, you noted that the horse, she run, won a race here at Keeneland. And that happened to be at six and a half furlongs. And it had to be last, last April, an optional 80000 uh, we got a little more money in the pot this time. This is up to a hundred thousand for a hundred thirty thousand dollar purse. But if um, she, I'm I'm just saying that she might not have liked Oakland. Uh, she ran really, you know, poorly in those two races there. But at Keeneland, uh, she had a ninety buyer. She won by nine and a half at this level uh, back in uh, April. Um, I don't know what happened that race. There were only four horses in there, so. Uh, I don't. We, that's that's unusual to have that that short. Although these uh, sprinting uh, fillies and mares don't get big fields usually. If you look down at the PPs, the biggest one I can find is maybe at you know six or eight in in Novel Squall and in Richborg's running lines. So this horse is used to small small fields, but I, she ran well at Keeneland. I think that's a big plus in her favor. Uh, I'm going to use Travel Column. Been running against Nest and Goodnight Olive and Hybrid Eclipse. A much, much better company than the other horses have faced. By Destiny, with Castellano taking them out and coming off a three-length win at Gulfstream. And uh, I'm going to throw in Chi-Town Lady. I'm like you. I, nine to five on this filly. Uh, no way I'd take that. And uh, she did get that because of the connections with Rosario and Ward. But I'm on the outside, uh, coming off a layoff. Lots of reasons to play against her in this spot with some other good horses in there. Next up, the grade one makers, Mark Mile, for four-year-olds and up. And last year, there was a big upset in this race. Uh, this year, you've got maybe one of the biggest favorites ever in this race. In modern games, the champion, who was so good in the Breeders' Cup Mile here at Keeneland last fall, making his 2023 debut in the grade one makers, Mark Mile. Can you beat him? Well, I think anybody can get beat, but uh, the way he ran here last year, uh, that was one of my best bets of the of the weekend with um, putting him with um, uh, the horse that won the distaff uh, after after the mile and um, Malifat. so Malifat, and that was my double of the of the weekend so uh, I love modern games I think uh, you know he he, um, he really came came there uh, came to Keeneland and had off a race in in England, his two races in in North America in, in last year were 112 and 104 buyers, and he won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf in 21, but he raced for first money only. So he's pretty much run in all great three great races in North America. I don't see how you beat him in this spot. Charles Appleby gets him ready. Uh, if you want to go somewhere else, in love for uh, Paulo Bolo likes the track. He's two for four at Keeneland. He's a juicy 30 to one. 
and he ran this race last year where Cheryl Spite did pull the upset. But I just can't see modern games being very vulnerable here. Uh, Chez Pierre for Pratt had a hundred buyer at Laurel. Huge move up to a grade one. And then I think up to the mark with um, Pletcher and Ired Ortiz taking it, but again, taking from an optional claimer up to a grade one. Uh, huge jump in class. Dr. Zemp for Chad Brown had a 96 buyer at Gulfstream, an optional claimer. And this horse raced well overseas. So uh, I, I would think that one, Emmanuel for Pletcher, most Pletchers have a shot in here if Modern Games needs a race. But uh, the way I would play is I'm a single Modern Games and pick four. Emmanuel was the one I thought might have the best shot if anybody's going to beat Modern Games. Um, the two buyer figures that Emmanuel got for his wins this year are his best. And then Dr. Zemph, you mentioned, uh, 96 buyer in his U.S. debut for Chad Brown. So um, I talked to Tyler Gaffleone for an interview that will be on the Today at Keeneland show about this horse. And uh, he was very impressed with uh, what he felt under him in that win down at Gulfstream. But uh, I think um, it's, I can't make really much of a case to beat modern games either. Um, the Appleby horses tend to fire when they come to the States. The 10th race is three-year-old maidens going a mile and a 16th. I thought this was an interesting group, kind of well-matched. I ended up taking a little bit of a price here with Fightin' Ready for Dallas Stewart. Horse has four two-turn races under his belt and had some troubled trips, and you get a big rider upgrade to Pratt in here at 10-1. to Nice post position, and I can just see this horse getting a nice spot down along the inside, going into the first turn, being well-positioned, and uh, to uh, with those four two-turn races under his belt to out-finish them in the stretch. The uh, eight bourbon resolve was second to Maj last time out back in January. So that uh, jumps off the page at you. St. John's had a big improvement in the second start. So I think that one is worth a look. Shebway, the 10, been consistent. I don't like that outside post position in the smile of the 16th race, but the uh, horse has been consistent and it's uh, Pletcher. And then the three pursuit of powers, Asmussen, and uh, was Fourth in the debut and now makes the second start. His horses frequently do get better second time out. So I'm going to add that one as well and go five deep on my pick four ticket. How do you see race 10, Jim? I use those same five horses. Uh, I've got fighting ready in there. I don't have him as my top pick, but Dallas Stewart always gets his horses ready and always fires at a big price. And this horse, like you said, goes from Edgar Morales to Flavian Pratt. Uh, that's worth quite a bit, and I would think that Fighting Ready will not be quite 10 to 1 when the betting is over. Uh, Pursuit of Power, Asmussen's second time starter, probably improves off that first effort at Fairgrounds. Take John's for Brendan Walsh, uh, who won a race yesterday here uh, with Jimmy Graham. Sheboy on the outside going to get over a bet because of the UK connection, but uh, I read Ortiz, and the horse fits on class and uh, has been right there the last three times. And Bourbon Resolve for Ian Wilkes. Uh, probably going to be the favorite for Tyler coming off that good effort at Gulfstream. So exactly the same five horses, believe it or not. My pick four ticket is going to start with five in the first leg in the turf sprint, one, two, three, four, six. Then I'm going too deep with travel column and novel squall, two and five. I'm going to include a manual just to give myself one upset chance in the maker's mark mile. I don't think they'll beat modern games, but I'll use four and seven there. And then two, three, seven, eight, ten in the last leg for a fifty-dollar late pick four ticket on fifty cents. How about you, Jim? I've got a fifty-dollar ticket as well with one, two, three, eleven, twelve, with two, three, five, nine, singling the seven modern games, 
with two, three, seven, eight, ten, fifty bucks. I think you can put our tickets together and probably hit this thing. Good luck. I think we uh, hit it on the Wednesday card, but uh, we uh, didn't uh, pay off any mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty chalky. I think that's going to change this weekend. We hope it. We hope it does anyway. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, best of luck if you're playing on a nice uh, card for Maker's Mark Mile Day at Keeneland uh, Saturday. Three more stakes races. We'll be back to talk about those in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.